Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, a little earlier here on Lunchtime Live, we heard from John. He got in touch with us in County Kildare to talk about the cost um, of a recent festival. It was actually the, the Moynalty, um, the steam trashing festival that he was at last Sunday and he was just talking about the cost of the admission fee a 20 euro per person and he talked about um, spending 28 quid on two burgers and chips and another 6 euro in water and there's been a huge response to this today on the programme from people getting in touch with just the general cost of various different events and gigs right around um, the country Brie is with us on the line Brie, you were at the big grill festival over the weekend how was it? Um, yeah, so I went at the weekend and the tickets for the day slot, which was 12 until half four, was €27. Euro. Um, that festival runs from Thursday to Sunday. And I suppose my issue isn't necessarily with the cost because they have to pay the council, they have to pay staff, they have mm. to, you know, all of that. I can take that into consideration. But my main issue was, was the organisation of the whole thing. It was absolutely jam-packed. I really felt like it was over capacity. And queuing for food was ridiculous. You know, with the food festival, um, it was there was barely any access to the food. So you were looking at about anywhere from half an hour to over 90 minutes to queue for food. Um, we were there on the Saturday and we actually ended up having to leave the food festival to get food. Um, you left the so, food festival to get food? Yes, uh, we were starving. We queued at one place. It was half an hour the queue. Got the food. It was seven euro, just a small portion. Um, the food that I got was, it was shocking. It was really bad. Um, and meanwhile, I had a friend queue at another stall. She waited 45 minutes to order and another half an hour to collect the food. So by that stage, our day slot uh, was nearly over. So we just, we just left. We walked 10 minutes down the road and got pizza. So, this, so you're, this is the big grill. This is a basically a barbecue festival. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. You so pay- it is for people who really enjoy food, love Irish produce. They've flown yeah. chefs over from America. And oh, England. I heard about it. It sounds great. Yeah. I was actually disappointed. Missed it. But but for the twenty seven euro, the twenty seven euro cover. Look, I'm sure there's a huge insurance cost and the venue and the whole yeah. lot to it. So the twenty seven euro covered your entrance the effectively. Entry. No food. Now, there, there is. Uh, no, it doesn't include any food, but it does include like entertainment. There are demos and talks. Okay, so fair instance, enough. They all have I to went, be paid. Yeah, exactly. So I went to one talk. It was due to start at quarter past one. And that's kind of what I was going for. It was just a talk on wine. Of course, that started late, about 15, 20 minutes late. And the talk went on for maybe half an hour. So that eats into your time as well if you're trying to queue for food. You just won't get food if you go to any demonstrations. Uh, there's not enough time to queue. And so... My issue is paying for a service and for the organisation to just be so, so poor. And you said it, 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 roughly, yeah. sorry, sorry, Brie, roughly 30 to 90 minutes you queued to get a to dish. Get food. Yeah, to get a dish, just a small dish. Now, each vendor had four, about four different dishes you could get. Um, but yeah, it was just, the, the queues were just ridiculous. Also, it was, a, it was one of the hottest days of the year. And, you know, they advised that there would be water refill stations. Um, All of the water refill stations were closed. You ended up being thirsty unless you wanted to buy beer. Um, So it was just, yeah, I just think the organisation was really poor. And I've been to the Big Grill in the past and always had a lovely time. But um, it just appears like this year, the tickets, I don't Mm -hmm. know if they oversold the tickets or what the story was. 
but um, I, I wouldn't okay. go back. Um, I posted and, that on my TikTok and everybody had the same opinion. Yeah, I didn't have I, one I, person who really enjoyed I it. Did, you know? I did have a couple of texts in. I read one or two of them out actually earlier when we were talking about this, specifically about um, the particular festival. Just when you said you were at the, the 12 o'clock to 4.30, the afternoon slot, because yeah. you had to queue so long for the food, could you not have stuck on for a little bit of the evening slot or are you kind of ushered no, out? No, that, that um, you had to leave, you had to vacate. And then the evening slot, you would have had to pay a separate ticket for that, and it was sold out. Right. Um, 53106 is the number if you want to get in touch with us here in the News Talk text line. Bree, will you stay with us? Because actually, the owner of the Big Grill Festival, Andy Noonan, is with us here on the programme. Andy, what do you make of what Bree had to say? Uh, yeah, listen, thanks for having me on. Um, I'm, I'm actually I'm delighted to get the opportunity to come on and, and speak about this. Um, it's been a very, very challenging year, a couple of years. In terms of not being able to run events and uh, in terms of costs, actually, um, and, and I, I, I will address um, the key points there mm. mentioned, but, but I just wanted to say a few, a few, few key facts first. Um, yeah. Our overall cost, just for the production, that does include our core staff who are in the office 12 months a year. That's a totally uh, additional cost. It's 62% up to run the event this year. Um, you know, right. some, some very small, very quick uh, snapshot of numbers. Insurance up 120%. We've never had a claim. We've never had any issues, but we just got a 120% rise in our insurance for, for no reason other than it's two years later uh, since we ran it. Uh, a sheet of plywood for, for building, you know, our chef hooks, our building things around the site went from 25 euros up to 120 euros just per sheet. So they're, they're just a little snapshot. Our marquee's up 40%, uh, labor cost up 40%. Mm. Uh, you know, like no doubt about it. It's we're, we're astronomical. Yeah, it's a, it's a costly event. But I suppose Bree's well, point in particular. It's don't Bree. You didn't necessarily mind paying the twenty seven quid. Sure, it's sure, more the you. it's the queue for the food, yeah, though, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 I totally appreciate it. Let, let, let me address that, and I want to I want to address one point mentioned, which yeah. which is um, the event was not oversold, uh, and you know we we have a licensing limit for this type of event. It's four thousand nine hundred ninety nine people. Are allowed in the event uh, without a license, without a, without going for an event license, and we were obviously under that number. Uh, it was extremely busy. I, I agree. Uh, it was one of the hottest weekends of the year, so uh, attendance was up. Um, but but just so we're very clear, like we have an independent event controller, who's who's nothing to do with with the business or the festival, and uh, that's required by law. Mm. Uh, and the guards are part of that process as well as the council. And they monitor our attendance and our check-in figures digitally through a check-in uh, scanners. They they know the ticket sales in advance, so it's it's physically okay. So it wasn't it wasn't oversold. We couldn't oversell. Yeah. Okay. The Fair it's enough. It's not possible to do. So um, I, I do agree. It was extremely busy, and you know, only Tuesday, Wednesday, I suppose, did the, did the weather really change? And um, you know, we we did sell out our sessions and. Uh, you know, the, I, I will admit the queues were big in some in some uh, in some vendors, but I, I would say, you know, we do a walk every hour, the team, and we look for pockets of where it's busy, where it's not busy. We have CCTV to monitor that exact thing as well, and uh, we actually up the top end of one of the fields, there, there was no queues. There were some vendors who, uh, and we can see this on the till system, who were knocking food out in six minutes. There was some that had huge delays, and, and that is something we've taken on board, and I'm. Uh, I'm sorry that, that, that the wait was that long for some people, but there were some vendors who were highly efficient who were putting food out in six minutes. So um, I think it was a case of, of having to kind of maybe go around the site and uh, 
find those vendors, but I, I, I do agree the queues were quite large at some of the vendors, and it is something we're working on. It, it's quite a hard balance to find to, to have, uh, I suppose, have enough vendors so that everyone's busy and then, uh, and then uh, you know, not enough so there's queues. And, mm. and, and that's very much a weather-dependent thing, unfortunately, in Ireland. Well, it's different when you go to Texas or something, you know the weather's going to be very good, so... Did you go round, uh, Bree, some of the other other vendors? Or I suppose there's probably always one or two that'll be super popular. You know, I presume that's yeah, where the 90 minute queue was. Vendors, you know, vendors that people just aren't interested in, you know. But um, I yeah. just think with the, with the numbers that you have, I mean, the simple solution there is up the ticket po- cost and lower the capacity so that people can actually access the food. Yeah, I, I mean, I know that sounds simple, but, but, but it's not. Uh, you know, we... we uh, when you're that, when you're at that point in the festival, uh, you know it's very hard to change that. You know, um, we actually had early birds where you could buy two uh, two tickets for for the weekend, which were on sale at Christmas, and we we have very good early bird offers, and, and those prices are actually on our website still. If you wanted to see the sort of transition in pricing, um, you know, so uh, you know we feel that the ticket price we had this year was very fair considering where we are in the world uh, with costs. Mm. You know. So uh, we didn't did, want to raise our ticket prices anymore because we were hyper conscious of the increased costs. Did you? And you know, in terms of food, the seven euro portion, uh, we we bring chefs from all around the world. Um, you know, at a huge cost. Yeah. Like, going back to costs, our flight bill was double what it. I know, and, and I, I think to be fair to Bree and to a lot yeah. of the texters, Andy, th- their issue actually wasn't the cost of the food, and the issue yeah. wasn't the cost of getting into the gig. The problem was the fact that a lot of them were queuing between thirty to ninety sure. minutes, and then their slot was up at four thirty. Like Bree, Bree said, sure, she, yeah. you know, if she could have waited on maybe twenty minutes or something, you know, just into yeah, the yeah, evening look, slot. Uh, I, I, I appreciate that, and it's the first year we we've split our Saturday into two slots. So, uh, you know, some, we took a lot of learnings from it. But um, as I said, you know, we were very conscious of this and we monitored it ourselves. And there, there were a number of venues, ve- uh, vendors who didn't have those queues. Uh, and even if they did have a queue, they were actually moving through quite fast. So, um, you know, we, we definitely have work to do on some of them. But there was, uh, there was definitely somewhere, like I said, there was one in particular that was six-minute wait time. Okay. Uh, and that's something we actually calculated and we could see on a till. Mm. L- let me bring so. in another caller as well, actually, Andy, if you don't mind, Andy and Bree. I think we've got Steve on the line as well in Carlo. Uh, Steve, what was your experience? Yeah, uh, hi, everyone. Um, I- I'm sorry to hear that Bree had such a bad experience because I was there with my fiancé and our eight-year-old son in the morning on Saturday as well, and um, we had no issues with waiting. Like, it was 10 minutes wait time or so for anything that you wanted. So you, we yeah, you, you had a positive experience. Yeah, very positive. Like, you were able to watch, you know, some of the shows, the uh, all-female circus and DJ barbecue, then, uh, you know, cooking on stage and all that stuff. So, so it's, it's sad to hear that she had such a bad experience and we had such a great one. <laughs> yeah, the difference. I suppose you, you were there at the morning session. In the morning session, yeah, and yeah. we we also like um, we were wondering if somebody would actually throw us out at the end because we were there until I think like quarter past five or so. Oh right, you, you got a, sne- a little bit of a sneaky overstay. Well, uh, actually, nobody was leaving. <laughs> <laughs> right, they were, yeah, yeah. They the, were the enjoying were closing. it. Yeah, the vendors were closing, and some people had left, but a lot of people just kind of stayed and sat where they were. So is it is it just the case then, Andy? I suppose, like, look, sure, it was the the afternoon on a Saturday. Uh, it's a more popular slot. It, it, it is, but the, the the dynamic is different because 
um, like under 12s go free to our event and, and they always have and we you know we put on a huge kids lineup so you, we, we have a larger mix of families I suppose kind of in the earlier slots from the Saturday and Sunday so the dynamic is different the, the Saturday evening slot is you know it's a bit more high tempo you know and it's probably less density of families and more uh, you know adults you mm-hmm. know there's still there's still families there but it, but it's less so I think it's just, you know, people are, are maybe drinking a bit more and maybe uh, eating a bit more food. So, um, you know, th- there is a difference, you okay. know. Um, but, uh, like I said, you know, we, it's something we were conscious of. You know, we're from a food uh, restaurant background, you know. Uh, we've been involved in all sorts of music festivals and everything throughout our careers. And, and it, it is something we monitor. Um, we've all worked in some of the biggest events in the country yeah. and abroad and uh, well, as you it say, is something you're we're to take us, we didn't get it right every time yeah take, we, us, we take it on board yeah absolutely no well I appreciate Andy you getting in touch with us here in the programme today Andy Noonan their owner of the Big Grill Festival Bree as well thank you for getting in touch and uh, also to Steve in Carlo Teresa in Westmead this text in she says the price of festivals and days out we were at the Flan Mullingar last week we got a hot dog and a bottle of water each two hot dogs two bottles of water 20 quid I asked why they're so expensive. The owner told me the cost of having a stand there for the week was absolute daylight robbery. He had to pass the cost on to the customer. I don't know who's charging the food vendors, if it's the council or any organisers of these big events, but maybe that's what needs to be looked at, according to Teresa in Westmeath. Another texter, are you allowed to bring your own food or water picnic into these events? If more families did that, then I'm sure the prices would reduce. I would say you're probably not in many cases allowed to do that. But look, I stand. you can correct me by all means, 5310. Still to come on the programme. Um, has the glorification of the IRA increased in recent years? Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.